It's time for the September 2nd, 2016 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. An askew view of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Claudia Shamba. And that dog on the hill. That's got to be Mahler. Come on down, Mahler. Come on down. Near this mic. Yeah. You want him? Are you sure you want him down well, here? Well, he does look like... Oh, oh, get away, oh, Mahler. Mahler, Mahler, please. Down, thank you. Oh, boy. <sighs> Today, we'll be talking about cluster bombs, bikinis, Pelosi's PC, Kaepernick, and more. But first... What will that mean? Yeah. Let's first... The honorary mayor of Cormorant, Minnesota, was elected for the third straight time, Duke, a seven-year-old Great Pyrenees dog. Whoa! You can share airways with other pups. Yeah. Ma, this uh, dog named Duke Mahler uh, won the uh, mayoral election by a landslide. Duke is often seen <laughs> eating hamburgers and chips in the village's pub. Really? Yeah. Up on a stool? I have no L- or idea. Or leaning, leaning I don't on the think bar? So. He looks like a really nice old, well, he's seven years old, but he oh. looks like he's been around. Yeah. He's a sweet looking dog. Just like just like our little boy, Mahler. Yeah. That's uh, right, Mahler. Oh, <laughs> okay. He's for- excited. He's excited. A mayor. You know, he's been thinking about running in Irvine, but I told him, yeah, yeah. Don't flood. We've got a lot of people on the ballot. <laughs> and speaking of pubs, European Union officials ordered Apple to pay billion in unpaid taxes to Ireland, the biggest single tax ruling in EU history. The Commission, uh, the European Commission, says Apple got an illegal tax break from the Irish, paying a tax rate of 0.005%. That's about what I pay, I think. Oh, you pay a lot more than that. No. Oh, you? Well, no, I'm just kidding. I think so. yeah, that's what I, I thought. I think I pay. Uh, you pay more. Five probably... zero zero percent, actually. Right, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Apple's chief executive Timmy Cook said Apple paid its fair share in Ireland, point zero zero five percent. The United States and everywhere, he's paid his fair share. He said that uh, Apple planned to send some of its creative cash overseas to uh, uh, the United States, back overseas again to the United States next year. Although he didn't say how much and exactly when. When or how, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Timmy. Two big questions. Yeah. And a SpaceX rocket exploded. You yeah. know, that's Elon Musk's that's right. uh, organization there. At its Cape Canaveral launch pad, destroying the rocket and the satellite that was due to launch, launch on Saturday. Yeah. So that sets them back. Yeah. SpaceX said there's no injuries uh, and described it as an anomaly. That's the way I describe anything in my well, life but that's, that's unexpected. But they don't have that many sample size, you know, not yeah. that many. And so there's <laughs> yeah. two, two, of, two for, oh, it's kind of like regular. But anyway, Scott Kelly was talking about that when he was at the International Space Station. Yeah. That they were waiting for that one shipment that exploded last year. So, really? Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a setback. Yeah. They but, were going to, this was actually uh, going to be put to use uh, for Facebook to bring internet access to Africa, the Middle East, and Europe. It was going to be one of those guys. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, I don't know. I guess they won't get to watch uh, streaming video of cats. Yeah, uh, that's right, Muller. The mind's racing. Cats. But, yeah. yeah. Cats, Muller. Scientists oh. have modified the clear... Muller. Scientists have modified the clear and clean kitchen wrap commonly used to keep food fresh. You know, saran wrap. Right. They've modified this stuff to develop a fabric that can cool the skin. 
Oh, yeah. You can put the stuff right. on. That's been a, in, yeah. So they're, they're working on global warming. Instead of actually making the planet, you know, less uninhabitable, they're going to coat us in saram wrap. Although the plastic wrap-inspired textile is not yet ready for use in the apparel market, it could potentially pave way to clothes that can help save energy because you don't turn on your air conditioning. Funny how they wrap these things. Well, let's just make sure that plastic is clean. It's not like, you know, we're learning Teflon's got all kinds of Oh, yeah, toxins. that's what's going mean, to happen. So... Yeah. People will say, oh, Cert this is great. I'm so cool. And then the next thing, they'll be oh, like what were we blisters thinking? and malignancies That's, all over them. Yeah, eyes on that. Singapore released thousands of Aedes aegypti mosquitoes carrying Wolbachia bacteria to combat dengue. Uh, that's an odd sentence, isn't it? Well, uh, The biggest going. drawback, said one infectious disease, disease expert, is we don't really know what's going to happen. So they're releasing all these mosquitoes into the environment that is carrying this uh, 80s Egypti mosquitoes is carrying the Wolbachia material to, to kill dengue, but they don't know what's going to happen. What else is unleashed? But yeah. dengue is, uh, severe dengue is the uh, leading cause of serious illness and death in children in some Asian and Latin American countries. So, you know, I, I guess it's... It's a trade-off. Yeah, it's too bad it's a trade-off, but... Until we know more about that mother mosquito. And speaking of not knowing what's going to happen, it must be time for weekly signals news from balmy countries. I got a personal story I'd like okay, to share. Okay, please right help, tell us. Yeah. I had a digital, a rectal digital exam last week. They, you know, we all, men do that every year or so. Is that every year? Yeah. 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 Okay, and apparently what noticed, so. What I noticed about this is that... Besides the yeah, obvious. Besides the obvious, yeah. Is... Every time I get it these days, the doctor, you know, he greases up his finger and he gets in the position and I'm in the position. And right before he sticks the digit in, he says, I'm sorry. And he says, and they start, they're doing this. It must be protocol now. It's bedside manner. It's better than if you said nothing, Nathan. I prefer the nothing. Really? Or the okay. joke, you know? Okay. This hurts me more than it hurts you. I like that one. Okay. But he says, I'm sorry. And that's the way I feel when I'm delivering so, the news from bomby countries, you know? Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. But, you know, Turkish bombing left dozens of civilians dead in northern Syria. 35 civilians died in separate attacks by Turkish forces over the last weekend. It's complicated because both Turkey and Kurdish militias are U.S. allies. It's so they're very going very complicated. It. Yeah. It's, what did we call it last week, a cluster cuss? Yes, you did. Yeah. You said, yeah. A couple times, yeah. <laughs> well, I like that. Well, it, it's yeah. effective. Yeah. ISIS and permitted. Went, yeah, I know. I, that's what I love about it. It's, uh, I forget what film it's from. ISIS claimed responsibility for a suicide bomb attack on a wedding in southern Iraq, which killed at least 15 people. In Yemen, a U.S.-backed Saudi-led airstrike killed at least 16 people when it struck the home of an imam. Local residents say the strike killed the imam's extended family, including at least one child. And a suicide bomb explosion killed at least 50 members of a Yemenese pro-government militia. A witness said the attacker drove his vehicle into a crowd of new recruits in the port city of Aden. ISIS claimed responsibility for the bombing. <sighs> At least 10,000 civilians have died or been wounded in this conflict over there in Yemen. The U.S. continues to supply Saudi Arabia with billions of dollars of weapons, including internationally banned cluster bombs, which explode and spit out submunitions that can explode later, right. killing civilians. Right. 
And all this comes as the U.S. weapons manufacturer Textron Systems has announced it will stop manufacturing these cluster bombs, citing the current political environment. Oh, it's gonna, How, when, the, when the environment changes, yeah, we go yeah, move them again. How immoral is that? You know, it's the political environment. It has nothing to do with ethics. It has nothing to do with just being a good person. Letting it's the, the political storm pass by. Uh, exactly. And then we'll get back wow. to uh, munitions. Mm. And they've been used, by the way, Texron's cluster bombs have been used in Saudi Arabia, in uh, Yemen, by Saudi Arabia, in Yemen. In Kashmir, Indian security forces killed another protester, 18-year-old Danish Ahmad, who was shot to death by Indian troops for throwing rocks at an army convoy. It's at least the 70th confirmed death in Kashmir since anti-Indian protests erupted after Indian security forces killed a prominent Kashmiri independence leader three months ago. Symmetry takes a holiday. Yeah, and that's coming. That's just developing and developing, and it's, I don't think it's going to have a happy no. ending. No, no. And hundreds more Kashmiri residents have been blinded in, in that conflict there, whatever you want to call it, the, uh, the protest. Hundreds of Kashmir residents have been blinded by lead pellets shot by Indian security mm. forces. Doctors at the main hospital say they've seen at least 570 patients whose eyes have been mutilated by lead pellets. They call them dead eyes. Right. Uh, a new Associated Press investigation documented 72 mass graves across ISIS territory in Iraq and Syria. The number of victims That's... could be anywhere from five to 15,000 people. It's like two football fields, you know, a dump for people, essentially. In Somalia, at least 15 people died in a truck bomb explosion in the capital, Mogadishu. The militant group Al-Shabaab claimed responsibility. So, Nathan, I want you to slow down on that one about okay. the mass graves, though. That, yeah. That's a potent message that the guerrilla warfare is waging. The, it's terror, sort of the waves of terrorism in, in that, that method there. I mean, it, and you mean they're, they're hoping that we find it so we can... So, well, or they know that the Aziris are never going to want to go back. No, yeah. and nobody wants to go back. I mean, it's just, it is terrifying. And, yeah. and, and we don't even know. We're really pretty protected from that kind of. Uh, it's not. It's not havoc. Havoc. It's much. It's much. Much. Much more sinister. And, yeah. It's and hell. It's hell. Yeah. So it, it's a. Um, we we have no idea. And I think we ought to be somehow exposed. We ought to make ourselves understand what that means and and how uh, pervasive that may be in that that area and moving around. Yeah, instead of bombing, going to visit the Tertain, maybe he ought to go visit this football field. I don't know, but it would send a message. The press could follow him there. I know. I don't want him going there. I don't want him to go there. That no, gives them saying, more leverage. But okay, I, it gives them more leverage. But people should see what's going on. There. But we should know that. So yeah. we, yeah, we understand why people are fleeing. Why you know why we need to support okay, them. Okay, send Jimmy Kimmel over there. Send there somebody you go. over there so that. Everybody Brian Williams. Team. Brian Williams. There's his chance to <laughs> redeem himself. The U.S. military confirmed that the leader of ISIS was held as a U.S. prisoner in Iraq's Abu Ghraib prison in 2004. Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, now the leader of Daesh, or ISIS, was held at the prison for 8 to 10 months in U.S. custody that year in 2004. His detention coincided with revelations of widespread torture at Abu Ghraib. So while all that was, you know, we were learning about all the crap that was going on in the prison, the torture. Uh, and here's the he graduates. Was, he was there. Yeah, Alums. this is a graduate. And at the time of his release, al-Baghdadi was a low-level prisoner. They didn't think anything of it. And many analysts 
including me, believe he was radicalized while in U.S. custody. I, I believe that what happened to I'm, me, if, if I were in a place where people were torturing my friends and torturing me, I think I would get a nice hatred going toward them. Uh, a de- deeply well-developed one. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. President Obama will meet with Philippines President Rodrigo Duterte. Yeah. Next week. Gosh, I now, hope he's got he's got a nice tight suit on and really <laughs> stare down that guy. Talk yeah. about this vigilante stuff's got to stop, yeah. bro. He's, at least 2,000 people have already been killed in the war on drugs that Duterte is, is fired up over yeah. there. And they've been killed not only by police, but by vigilantes. And there's been like five-year-olds killed there. People had nothing to do with drugs. They just happened to be... Implicated uh, yeah, casually. It, yeah. And I think another 1,000, 5,000 or so have just given themselves up because they've been in possession of drugs and they don't want to be slaughtered. Right. So Obama will go have a talk with uh, Mr. Oh Duterte. Gosh. The Brazilian state, Senate, sorry, the Brazilian Senate yes. voted to impeach the country's democratically elected President Dilma Rousseff from office in a coup by her right-wing political rivals. I call it a coup. Some people it's don't. It's a coup. Yeah, it's, it's a, a coup. coup. Yeah, she didn't, she didn't do anything that was technically illegal. Her practices were common practices. Yeah. And as Noam Chomsky pointed out this morning on another network, she has not profited in the way any of her other successors have no. or the ones who are impeaching her yeah. are profiting now. Remember, she's, she's uh, well, she's part of the left-wing workers' party. She was tortured 20 or 30 years ago, rose to political power, and I think they just got tired of... Uh, well, they, they don't, don't like workers' parties. They no. don't like no, collective no, no, bargaining. No. They don't like any of the sharing going on. So President Michel Temer, for the uh, remaining two years of, of Rousseff's term, he will serve there, Temer is uh, really a tool. Nobody likes him, essentially. What I've heard is he's one of these guys that just happened to fall into the uh, hierarchy and people detest him. And I, when I, I tend Ted to bring Cruz. up symmetry a lot on, when I'm invited here, Nathan, and the symmetry, is, it's appalling, the lack of it, where that uh, Ms. Rousseff was there for, I don't know how many hours was her floor speech, yeah. and her successor couldn't even show up at the Rio Olympics because he didn't want to be booed and he didn't want his name mentioned. He didn't yeah. want his name to be booed. So he's keeping a low profile and she gave it everything she had on the floor speech. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a lack of symmetry. Uh, in Colombia, three environmental activists who were organizing against oh, illegal yeah. mining, illegal mining, were assassinated. The murders came the same day as the ceasefire between the Colombian government and FARC rebels took place. I don't know if there was any connection. I don't think there was. I think. Oh, I don't know. The murders kind of, that's the cottage industry that yeah, keeps on happening. 300 environmental activists have been assassinated in Colombia in 2015. So we're in a new year now. I don't know what the count is. The first direct commercial flight between oh, yeah. U.S. and Cuba is more than, uh, in more than 50 years, touched down in Santa Clara, Cuba. Right. That, and that's where a lot, of, a lot of the revolution was kicking in. I think that's kind of interesting. The rev- oh, you mean uh, the Cuban one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That they would land the plane there. Yeah, yeah. What was that? Grandma, the the sh- the boat floated up there yeah. in Santa Clara. I just think that's so funny. And I wonder if they have a McDonald's there now. Not yet. Yeah. WikiLeaks it's being negotiated. Uh, WikiLeaks was criticized for outing sick children, rape victims, mental health patients, and gay Saudi Arabians. Not that they're related in any way no. by releasing a whole sack full of Saudi government data. And that's what they did. WikiLeaks downloaded this stuff of personal data 
And it's this uh, action by them is, it at, uh, is at odds with its claim to redact private information right. as it exposes the workings of the political world. So, been Eddie Snowden's over them. It's, come on, guys. got You're not even curating any of this. You said you would, but you're not. Eddie Snowden's not talking about this, huh? No, he is talking about oh, it. He's, good, he's good. critical of this. Good, good. Non-curating. I haven't heard that yet. That's good to hear. Do you remember anything? I, that's a that's the bullet I got. So okay, keep, you just got moving. a bullet. Okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, keep no, moving. Not enough deep keep, analysis keep moving, on weekly Mahler. signals. Yeah, that's right. Keep it moving. That's right. This this is something that. that oh, <laughs> Mahler! I know I could have read fifteen column inches more to be more literate there. Sorry. Burkinis, Mahler. The ban on burkinis in France is not only a grave and illegal breach of fundamental freedoms, but a stupid reaction to recent terror attacks. This according to the UN Human Rights Office. Demanding its immediate end, a spokesperson for the rights agency insisted the suspension had only succeeded in increasing tensions. Which it has. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> France's highest court over, over. Yeah, overturned the ruling. Uh, the suspension in one French seaside town, and that effectively invalidates all the bans. But anti-Burkini French premier Manuel Valls says this isn't over and ripped into Burkini ban critics. Uh, evoking France's national symbol of freedom, Marianne, who is also always portrayed with one breast exposed, Valls said she has a naked breast because she is figuratively feeding the people she is not mm. veiled. She is free. That's the republic, and that's who we are. Well, that's the optics would have been perfect if he had a nun on each side of uh -huh. him with the habit on. Yeah, that whole statement, though, makes him an idiot because Marianne's breasts are symbolic of motherhood and abundance. That, that's what that was about. Okay. And the bountiful and all-inclusive nature of old-school republicanism, too. That's oh. what she was about. That's, okay. That's what that it wasn't quite being free. <laughs> uh, maybe he's from the 60s. Maybe where he gets it. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Mahler. Is what do you say? Does, does Mahler have a 60s kind of bark? Yeah. Something? <laughs> That's like, yeah, yeah a march. So. That's a march bark. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, a light, a candle in the wind I bark. Win. Yeah. Uh, we shall not be moved bark. <laughs> I should get him. I should teach him to do that. Do a little we shall uh, over bark type of thing you know oh wait a minute we got to find that needs some fine-tuning go ahead yeah, i know it does i was the only thing i could come up with you're listening to kuci 88.9 fm irvine california visit us at facebook.com kuci 88.9 fm or at our tumblr blog kuciradio.tumblr.com or on twitter at kuci fm Stream us live on iTunes. Go to Internet College University, KUCI 88.9 FM. And now it's time for... Drones in the News. Brought to you by Mahler's Drone Club. And people like you. Oh. The self-proclaimed Islamic <laughs> State says one of its leaders was killed in a U.S. drone strike in northern Syria. Abu Muhammad al-Adani was reportedly ISIS's press agent and media strategist. I called him a press agent. They, we, they had some other name for it, but it sounded like See, a press agent. See, we're playing right along with ISIL there. Yeah. Yeah, so well. The hyphenated job title. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what to call him. He essentially is. I mean, that's what he does over there. He kind of did public relations. Yeah, did. <laughs> Sorry, the Pentagon confirmed the U.S. strike, but wouldn't say uh, whether Al and Nani was killed. But the Russians then claimed that they had killed him, and and then we said, "Oh, that's ridiculous." 
you didn't do that. But mm. they wouldn't say whether we killed them or not. So I, I don't know. It's bragging rights, I suppose. Yemeni security officials say a U.S. drone strike killed three people in southern Yemen. The victims were suspected to be members of al-Qaeda, according to the U.S. And on a happier drone yeah. note, or maybe not, I'm not sure of this story, a pair of vineyards in Oakville and Calistoga, California, tested drones that can spread pesticide and fertilizer on steep and difficult-to-reach fields. So now they got drones doing uh, farming work yeah, on, they... on hard-to-reach places. Silverado Farming Company plans to continue the test next year in partnership with Yamaha. And Yamaha hopes to make its R-Max drone available to U.S. farmers in 2018. So Yamaha, you know, the motorcycle right, right. and all that. Their portfolio. Yeah. They're going to have uh, fertilizer spreading drones, which is something I'd like just to fly around campus. Just you really to, do? Just to post Even threats. if I wanted to swat them last week. Okay. Yeah. Just as a warning. Silverado Farming's tests are the first crop spraying by licensed drones at a commercial U.S. farming operation. So we got a first here. 20 years from now, when they're dropping poop everywhere and chemicals out of drones. So is that drone going to also have a camera to pick up if there's some pot up there? Pot? It could. In there. But, Although I but don't it might be legal so. by then. It might be spreading fertilizer on the pot. You know, that's, that's really what you want to do here. Because those are the hard-to-reach places where you have... Uh, um, what do you call that stuff? Cannabis. Yeah, I should have said that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Make some sound. <laughs> yeah, Mahler, I know you like it. <laughs> it's time for news from the clown car. Okay. In a major speech on immigration in Phoenix, Arizona, the yam, we will from now on refer to from. the idiot who's running for president on the Republican side as the Yam. The Yam vowed to build a massive wall along the Mexican border and begin deporting millions of immigrants as soon as he takes office. Two million within his first hour in office. You notice it's kind of <laughs> like Pinocchio's nose. Uh, every time Pinocchio lied, you know what happened. So every time he brings up the wall, it gets higher. Yeah. And in his sort of carnal, carny talk, it's, it gets even more beautiful, uh -huh. the wall, every time he mentions it. You, you have to expect him to say the first hour in the first five minutes, yeah. I'm, I'm going to deport 800 million people out of the United States, even though we don't have that many. I'll still do it. Yeah. I almost and missed. then let everybody back in one at a time. Oh, no, no, no. There's no details about coming back in. It's just okay. clearing the deck <laughs> is it's what it's all about, because that's how that red meat flies. The AM spoke just hours after meeting in Mexico City with Mexican President Enrique Peña Nieto, Peña Nieto, who was recently found to have plagiarized his undergraduate thesis. That was Peña Nieto. Nieto. He did that. And Nieto slammed the AM in the past, once comparing Yami to Adolf Hitler and Benito Mussolini. Mm -hmm. And this time after the visit, Nieto called the Republican presidential nominee's ideas a threat to the future of Mexico. Which it is. And he reinforced and, that yeah, by operating, uh, lighting oh, the forum. It's just really a, uh, it was a shame. A, yeah. Meanwhile, He's a really new lost. Mother Jones investigation reveals the YAM's modeling agency, YAM Model Management, probably <laughs> broke immigration laws by profiting off foreign models who did not have U.S. work visas. Papers, ladies. Yeah. Gentlemen. <laughs> recordings. I don't know if they had any gentlemen. I, I, I'm I just did saying, beg the question. I yeah. Did. I'm just saying the Yam 
didn't hire any Because it's always models. about the lovely ladies he surrounds himself yeah. with. <laughs> a recording surfaced from a 2011 interview where the AM CEO, Stephen Bannon, called all progressive women in New England a bunch of dykes. Bannon. He's so in need of some fine-tuning. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's, that's his business model. Bannon, Bannon is facing questions about domestic abuse, alleged anti-Semitic comments, and apparent voter fraud. He was charged in 1996 with misdemeanor domestic violence battery and dissuading a witness. His then-wife, who thro was throttled by him by the throat and arm, said in a sworn 2011 court filing that Bannon made anti-Semitic comments when the two argued over whether to send their daughters to a private school. She testified that Bannon said that he didn't like the way Jews raised their kids to be whiny brats and that he didn't want the girls going to a school with Jews. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see <laughs> This that. is the guy that's running Trump's campaign. Is he really? You got to believe sometimes, don't you have that feeling that this is just a setup? You see that nice picture of Hillary and Bill and, and, uh, and Ivana and... and uh, and the yam all laughing together at that one formal dinner somewhere. And you think, I wonder if they discussed how we how? could get Hillary into office. And the yam says, well, I could run. And that's when they shot that photo where they're all laughing. Well, I, I mean, back to what we were talking about last week. I, it is getting him closer and closer to a media empire that's going to be much yeah. more profitable than any real estate venture he's been involved with. So it's all fitting. And uh -huh. and Bannon's in there. You know, he's got his money thrown into the kitty here. So they, he, they go far with this one. Too far. Yeah. Is there a way I can not have to pay for the cable rights to that channel? Well, can, can we so just... let's say analog entertainment. Yeah. Okay. You were talking about that before the show. <laughs> yeah. Coffee... Coffee with Garrison Keeler, so uh -huh. that's so you don't need t cable anymore. That's right. I'll just go see Steve Bannon and talk to him over a cup of coffee. A bourbon. At Keen's. Uh, Republican Senator John McCain of Arizona and Marco Rubio of Florida won their primaries after being challenged by a pair of yam-loving Republicans. So these were the uh, the challengers. They like the yam, and McCain and Rubio, who don't like the ram, uh, won. Yam. What's well, a, that's a good sign, don't you think? This is in Arizona and Florida, which are well contestable. Well, we've uh, uh, Rubio has his hazards, and he, he, no, oh he, yeah, absolutely. But at least the uh, the yam lovers didn't get in. Florida Democratic Congress member Debbie Wasserman Schultz, she's the one I don't like. Defeated Progressive challenger Tim Canova, who was endorsed by Bernie Sanders, okay. who is the one I liked. Yeah, yeah. And Florida State Attorney Angela Corey was oh. defeated. Oh, I missed that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So who, so she, who's running instead of her? Uh, in the, as a Republican, you know, I honestly don't know. Okay. Corey faced widespread criticism though for her handling of several prominent cases. So it's it's yeah. good to know that she's not going to, including the killing of uh, black teenager Trevon Martin by a white neighborhood watch vigilante uh, George Zimmerman. And the case of Marissa Alexander, who was sentenced to 20 years in prison for firing what she maintains was a warning shot at her abusive husband. Yeah. Oh, that was an amazing case. Yeah, that was. So that attorney general had. I can't had... tell you. I'm sorry about that. I can't tell you about. Okay. Well, no. There's... defeated her. But it is. But... It's interesting how hard uh, it is to have news move from state to state. It doesn't flow. Yeah. So, and it's important what's going on. The Attorney General of Florida, you would like to have be a straight arrow. Yeah. They've delivered some oh, amazing <coughs> results. <laughs> a leaked memo from 2015 shows a Democratic Congressional uh, Campaign Committee staffer instructing Democratic candidates on how to deal with Black Lives Matter. 
The memo calls Black Lives Matter a radical movement and tells candidates don't offer support for concrete policy positions. Funny they put concrete in there. <laughs> you know, I, that I, is funny. Yeah, I, you know, just why not just policy positions and... I don't know. The memo was posted online by Guccifer 2.0, a hacker who is claimed to be behind the hack of the 20,000 DNC emails that were leaked by WikiLeaks in July. Guccifer says the memo came from the House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi's personal computer. That's interesting. I didn't think she showed herself very well in, in the primaries, but that's just me. Well, I'm waiting... Julian Assange, I'm waiting for the Republican memos to be leaked, the yeah. Republican oh, emails. Too. I'm still waiting. Yeah. How long do I does Nathan do Nathan and I have to wait? Yeah, Assange is just being uh, selective. Yeah, kind of. I was going to say something. I was debating whether I could oh. say it on radio right then, and you bailed me out. All righty, yeah. well, that helps. You want to say it, Mahler? I mean, oh. anything? Oh, oh, that's that's Assange. Wow, I've never Whoa. heard such filth out of Mahler's mouth. <laughs> In Colorado, an effort to place two anti-fracking measures on the ballot in November failed to qualify. That's a shame. One measure would have given local communities the power to ban oil and gas projects. The other would have imposed a mandatory 2,500-foot distance between oil and gas projects and school playgrounds and hospitals. Okay. You can't even get that. Isn't, that, isn't that, that ridiculous? Wouldn't that have been a marvelous, if were it successful, a marvelous template to... to yeah spring activism everywhere from the local level, ground up. Well, they weren't even asking, too, for any ban on fracking. All they were saying is if you're going to frack, can you make it a half mile away from our schools? Move that earthquake and, seismic activity a little bit further away from my head. And the oil and gas industry, which outspent the anti-frackers How by much? 35 to 1. Oh. I don't know. I can imagine what the ads look like. I tried to find one, but I couldn't come up with anything. But I imagine some they were, grainy, grainy children on the playground. Yeah, what was it had something to do probably with uh, free enterprise. Mm. Yeah. And, oh yeah, and job jobs. loss. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, I could run their campaign. Oh yeah. yeah. Bannon is waiting to get your call, your 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 text. <laughs> I wonder. I could infiltrate. Oh good. With, with oh, my with, with my trusty dog Mahler. Here. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, that, right. <laughs> kind of under the under radar. Cover. Depends how much he's salivating. Lawmakers in the state of Maine are considering holding a special session to censure Republican Governor Paul LePage, who's an ass hat. Who will not back yeah. down. Yeah, he recently described blacks and Latinos as the enemy. <laughs> I guess, is that the lecture he gets in being a corner state? Mr. LePage, I am the enemy. <laughs> uh, he suggested they need to be shot, too. LePage was the second governor to endorse Donald Trump. So, couldn't do it fast I enough. I guess okay. that's the way it is, yeah. President Obama commuted the sentences of 111 prisoners serving time for low level drug offenses. And counting. Yeah, and Obama has commuted the sentences of 673 prisoners more than any recent president. This is a good thing. It's a and very he's, good got, thing. he's doing it right up until yeah. January 19. Good for him. They're staying on it. Let's see here. The Let's paperwork's see. flying. Just along those lines, Department of Homeland Security Secretary Jay Johnson ordered the DHS, the Department of Homeland Security, to review its contracts with for-profit prison companies. This comes after the Justice Department told them to do it. So they're moving this along, which yep. I think is a great deal. And Obama also expanded a national monument near the Hawaiian Islands, creating the world's largest marine reserve. The designated uh, quadruple, this, uh, the designation, the park now quadruples the size of the protected habitat, making it more than twice the size of Texas. Now, if we can only swap places. 
All right. But now, yeah. but this is a yeah. great. Oh, go ahead. I'll let you finish that. That's a great. It's great timing. It's a great gesture going into where there's a lot of overfishing, really yeah. bad tushed fishing practices yeah. in South China Sea and around there. And so I, I hope this freight carries nicely yeah. into the G20. It's it's uh, the home of seven thousand species and counting. There too. you go. We're always finding new stuff. I yeah. put that and counting yeah. in there. We we keep doing that here. Yeah. A divided Supreme Court refused to reinstate parts of North Carolina's restrictive voter ID laws, which were blocked last month after a court ruled the measures discriminated against blacks and targeted them with almost surgical precision. The 4-4 decision, this is funny, it's always 4-4, which actually works against the Republicans, which is but, warms the cockles of my heart. But school, yeah, It's a good thing. It means that up to 5% of the state's registered voters targeted by the law can now vote in the general but election. But this is Scalia's vote, though, that reversed the Voting Rights Act prior. It's creating such a confusing where what status is each state with their voting laws uh -huh. and, and so it's not clear and on the local level it's not going to be clear how it's going to be administered so it's a that that vote keeps on giving unfortunately from the supreme court bench thanks uh, a lot antonine yeah this is i was just thinking about that the other day just how it's very chaotic now it is that that the republicans have blocked this for over a year and it just nobody really it's never covered it's never pushed no, hardly yeah in North Dakota, eight people were, were arrested after two people locked themselves to heavy machinery to block construction of the $3.8 billion Dakota Access Pipeline, which would carry 500,000 barrels of crude from the Bakken uh, oil fields of North Dakota through South Dakota, Iowa, and into Illinois. It took the police hours to remove Dale American Horse Jr., who was locked to an excavator. That reminded so, you of some local activists. Me, yeah, who happened to be in this. And they're today. here. The Vasoses chained themselves up against mighty machinery yeah, in protest them. of the toll road. Absolutely. The San Joaquin toll road. They are here to hear you we tell are us that. We're honored to have you guys here, Marilyn and Ed. Yes, yes. What's yeah. my. That's the yeah. tollway. The tollway. Yeah, back I'm off, dog. Tell them about we it. We needed him in that right away. That's, this is exciting. Yes, this really is. Meanwhile, 30 people were arrested in Iowa in an effort to block construction of the same pipeline. So, you know, at least, at least it's, it's happening. Who knows what's going to happen eventually, but yeah, I, I, I hope we get... Let's get coverage and let's yeah. Yeah, read up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. George, go. Georgetown University plans to offer an apology for its participation in slavery. They say the institution of slavery. I mean, they pretty much participated in slavery right they followed no the fires needed yeah they following the release of a report on the sale of hundreds of jesuit owned slaves in the early 19th century for the benefit of the catholic school georgetown university yeah so they sold slaves so they could it was a fundraising it's a fundraising yeah, yeah. no cake yeah. sale I, I get calls from UCI all the time. I wonder if, you know, if, if they were making phone calls back then for... Uh, well, good thing Jesuits yeah. keep such great records yeah, so yeah. that we could trace the descendants and find out who gets the free mm -hmm. Jesuit education. Yeah. 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 Hello, this is uh, Bruce from Georgetown University. I was wondering if you'd be interested in buying a slave. Oh, well, no, I was thinking of, would you be interested in this dorm room? And we'll give you all your books, too, besides yeah. four years paid vaca uh, education. Yeah. Well, that's what Georgetown is doing. They yep. plan to give yeah. the descendants of slaves owned by Maryland Jesuits a boost in admissions, treating applicants from that community the same as it would uh, uh, faculty, staff, and alumni. Did you say Maryland Jesuits? Because they're all over. They're in 
They're in New Orleans. They're in L.A. They're all over the country. Oh, yeah, but but they're just saying, at least from, from the story, it said Mes Maryland Jesuits. Okay. Uh, owned by Maryland Jesuits. So you can't. Oh, okay. You, right. You owned by them. Right. Your, but they're your, wherever if, they if go. Were, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a shame. They should do it for everyone. And it will name the university residence hall after one of the slaves, a man named Isaac, who was 65 years old in 1838 when he, he and 271 other slaves were sold and shipped to a Louisiana plantation. Think of the story of the, a man separated maybe from other family members. Think, yeah. Let's just personalize the heck well, out of 65 this. 65 years old, too. Whew. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's just a... Uh, yeah. Too much. Uh, U.S. military members and veterans have taken to Twitter in support of NFL 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick, yep. who refused to rise for the national anthem before a preseason NFL game in a protest against police murdering people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's essentially what he was talking about. Everybody took it as a patriotic thing, but uh, the hashtag veterans for Kaepernick began trending as vets and military members said they supported the protest. Marcus Newsom, who served in the U.S. Army from 2000 to 2011, said he was tired of people using veterans to argue against Kaepernick's stance. And yeah. This is him speaking, especially when that flag and anthem have been racist toward people historically, treated veterans like crap in the past, and now in some cases using us as a vehicle for their ignorant agendas. Yes, yes. Yes, and yes. Yes, again. So about that third stanza, though, that was brought to our attention, that I, that was a first for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. I, He did me a civic favor. Yeah, right I read there. further. I've, that's the fine print. Yeah, in the National Francis Anthem. Francis Scott Key's fine print. Yeah. yeah. You go to the National Anthem in the third stanza, not the, in the third verse. The third verse, you will find uh, that they're talking about how uh, they're not going to. They, the slaves they, are going to get payback. Yeah. Slaves are going to get payback because they, they want to be free, essentially, is what they're saying. Yeah. And, and we're, we're seeing this at ballparks every day. Yeah. Well, I have a different feeling. Than that. I didn't have any idea about that before. So No, I didn't Thank either. you, Kaepernick. Yeah. Kaepernick. 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 It's a tough one. Sorry. It's got K's in it and A's it's, and I E's. should read the sports section more. No. But he's no, on the no. front page now. Yeah. Bravo, guy. Yeah. Yep. The and front page quarterback. Southern California is losing another manufacturing company. In two months, Ashley Furniture Home Store will close two plants in Colton and lay off about 840 workers. Yeah. The company said it would transfer the San Bernardino produ uh, production and its facilities in to Wisconsin and North Carolina, citing the need to create more efficiency. Or <laughs> go to where there's the right-to-work yeah. states. Yeah. But collective bargaining's gone away, not just North Carolina and Wisconsin. Thank you, Scott Walker. So... That, but I noticed the lack of disclosure about the labor aspect of that. Yeah, I, I just love the way businesses, you remember earlier we were talking about until the political climate changes right. when we're talking about having more cluster bombs and then they steal jobs from people and they say what they're really doing is creating more efficiency. Yeah. yeah. So like all the environmental impacts of building a new uh, factory or whatever they're doing in the move that it takes, that doesn't count as, as being efficient because we're probably paying for it in some way. Or the states of uh, Wisconsin and North Carolina are paying for the move. Yeah. And the, the displacement. Now, talk about efficient, forcing those households to do more, do with less. Yep. That sort of rude efficiency. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. I'm, I'm done with my stuff. If you, do you have anything you'd like to talk about? Oh, gosh. I, yeah. 
Oh. I, and I could just in, you know, wrap it up here if you like, too. Well, we... Oh, that, what's on your mind? What's on the mind? Oh, Nathan, I didn't know I'd get a blank slate here. Yeah, I didn't know we'd, we'd uh, roll through we're, this. We're, we'd, uh, let's backtrack on it, something there. Okay, you want to backtrack? I don't... Um, or we can invite our guests here if they want to... Marilyn, they, no, they, have they, any they there. don't want anything to do with they, this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah? Well, I mean, so, Nathan, where do you get all of this information? How I, do you... I steal it. So you yeah. do you read newspapers or do you read? Well, we've got we've got then uh, there's the Irvine Community News and Views. That's us. That's a source of what's yeah. going on. We can find out what's going on with local finance. So yeah, yeah we've got. Let's uh, what we could talk about dark money coming to uh, our very city election. We could talk about that for just a moment. We've got it. I think everybody ought to take take some time and and look and trace the contributions made. Sometimes it's hard to know them before an election, but yeah. see what kind of money is flowing to different candidates. One of the the candidates is going to have his campaign run by, I'm trying to think it's called Volver, or it's a Volvis. Uh-huh. And Volvis, uh, when I looked them up, uh, they they do all the aggressive, dirty kind of campaigns. And this. Oh, okay. And uh, Don Wagner is going to have his campaign run by them. So maybe he doesn't even have to campaign. They'll just run it for him. And that is going to, we talk about asymmetries on the show. I bring them up, but that could make for a real asymmetry in the mayoral race in the city of Irvine. And the consequences are are pretty clear with in-the-ground decisions, land-use decisions being made that affect all of us. The, The way things flow, the way things look, the way things... Yeah. Absolutely. All that. So the the can dark money. Find out more about that in the Irvine community you could, news and you, views. You yeah. could find out, and yeah. you can write your uh, send letters to the editor of the the paper and say that. But it's really important. The dark money has been very uh, particular in the. the uh, okay, if if you don't see it tossed into your driveway, which I think it was tossed yesterday, or they, I'm not sure, then you can always go online to the ICNV, I believe that's ICNV dot somebody, but, or just run Irvine Community News and Views. But that, that uh, the campaign funds, I'm going to actually cover that on October 11th with a guest, and we'll talk about the campaign finance, because it seems to be that the dark, well, the dark money is so, it's the problem. There's no light shining on who's supporting whom, and when you have so much money, coming through that's not having any lights shining on it we don't know who's who's benefiting from the outcome so uh, folks i really recommend watching that one i think it's at irvine community news.org dot org yeah, okay i believe so yeah that's a domain that so yeah and you can follow that they'll cover candidates because there isn't a lot of coverage nope. and sometimes the interview in the la times is done Six weeks before it's printed. Yeah. And some people have been asked to be included in those interviews sometimes in the L.A. Times, and they're not included. And so there's a... Well, the L.A. Times is a piece of crap. (laughs) I mean, they they really narrow down what you get. 
as far as information. They curate, yeah. yeah they, and, and, and for the most part, uh, there's a lot of reporters there that don't know what they're doing. Their editing sucks. Or it's lazy. Yeah. It's just kind of lazy, lazy journalism. Stuff. Yeah, and, and they've Cover really fallen down, too. This isn't, uh, you know, I, I used to love the Los Angeles Times, especially during the, the late 80s, early 90s. They made a fine paper. And well, then that's it went before south. it was the Tribune. Well, yeah. well, it went south, too, before the Tribune and Sam Zell, but also uh, they used to have a, well, they used Ever to have an office had, here. Yeah, <laughs> they had a relationship uh, between the advertising department and and the editorial department. When that came, when that started up, everything went to hell. Yeah. And finally, is that okay? I do this and finally thing here. And finally. And finally, a family in Turkey got food poisoning. And that's not really news, but they got food poisoning at a dinner they organized to celebrate their recovery from food poisoning. You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review Podcast at WeeklySignals.com WeeklySignals.com Subscribe now!